各位弟兄姐妹，大家平安。May the peace be with all brothers and sisters. 今天晚上我们一起来学习的题目是走进属灵的深处。呃、uh, ，the topic for mutual encouragement this evening will be entering uh the depth of the spirit. 我们信仰一刚刚开始的时候都是很浅的。At the beginning of our faith is usually very shallow. 早上我们懂得的就只是说信耶稣很好啊，很多的恩典。Uh, perhaps the things that we know、uh, is that when we believe in Christ Jesus is good, it's a good thing. Jesus will help you to solve a lot of problems. And the Lord Jesus will help you to resolve a lot of problems. Ah, in Jesus, there is peace. And there is peace in the Lord. Prayer is what we need to ask God. However, our faith can never just stay at this stage. Just like into the sea, the ocean is very deep. If you're always standing by the seashore, and the water at the shore is only so shallow. It is not to say that the entire ocean is as shallow as the seaside. However, it has to do With you yourself, have never been or experienced the depth of the sea. 属灵上也是一样。呃 ，it in the same token, it applies to our spirituality. 我们的信仰上是应该有所追求。In our faith, we must have pursued. 当然，也应该是由浅入深。Of course, the way of pursuing is from shallow to a place of shallowness to the place of depth. 那怎么样才可以走进属灵的深处呢？ So how can we walk right into this depth of faith? Tonight, I would like to speak on the first part of it. And in order to enter into this depth, we need to start off with a prayer. And then we need to pursue to enter into the depth of prayer. We know that all Christians are praying. And we know that for all Christians, basically we pray. However, each Christian may have different encounters and experience of prayer. Some people find that prayer is just torturing. And it's so boring. And your, uh, both of your feet are very tiring. And then you need to、uh, close your eyes, and you couldn't see a thing. 好像每次都念一样的事。It seems that we are always、uh, reading or repeating whatever we are praying for. 有人过一下去祷告，没有三分钟就走神了，就分心了。Uh, for some, uh, not even、uh, a few minutes into the prayer, they are already、uh, drifting away into something else. 你叫他祷告五分钟，他感觉好像五个钟。And if you ask the person to pray for five minutes, you feel. As if it's an hour. Because such a person can never be able to enter into depth of prayer. He cannot feel the wonder of prayer. He cannot uh, feel uh, the communion within the Lord. That's the reason why in each prayer such a person may just Uh, be very ignorant and just neglecting the importance of it. 在家里祷告也是很短，甚至没有在家里祷。Or perhaps somebody may be praying at home. It's always short. 有些人有祷告。And of course, some people pray. 啊，调个闹钟，我要祷告半个钟。Some people may say that、uh, I set an alarm clock. I want to 
pray for uh, 30 minutes. But then there are so much things going on in mind. Not only we need uh, to seek for a certain time for prayer. Not only we need to pursue a longer prayer. All the more we need to pursue uh, the depth of prayer. Please turn to book of Psalms chapter 130. Verse 1. Psalm chapter 130, verse 1. Uh, all of the death I have cried to you, O Lord. So the poet uh, was writing about his it is only when your prayers can go into a, a certain depth before you can reach uh, such an elevation. So we today, uh, we need to study how we can attain the level of depth in our prayer. That when we pray, we need to enter uh, into our closet. Let's turn to Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Enter into thy closet and pray to thy Father which is in secret. Over here, the Lord Jesus teaches us how to pray. And there's a very important criteria before we can attain the depth of prayer. Which is the, the, the surroundings of prayer has to be a different one. In those days, there are a lot of uh, those uh, Pharisees and also scholars, uh, they love to pray in front of public. They pray in the juncture of a street. Uh, they pray in the market. Why was that? Uh, what they wanted to do was simply to let others see what they're doing. If they pray in the market, if they pray at the juncture of the street, people may think that they're so devout. And this kind of prayer is merely trying to gain praises of others. Of course, he has already received praises from others. Therefore, the Lord will never bless him. If the fact that you are praying is to show others how devout you are, then it's useless. Uh, doesn't matter how many hours you pray to the Lord, you don't have to tell others. Over here it says that when you pray, you need to enter into thy closet. We know that there are a lot of uh, different rooms in the in the home. Uh, once you enter, it may be the living room. As you walk in, uh, perhaps you will be going into your private room. 你客人来啊, 通常会请他在客厅坐下来, 
and your guests are maybe invited into your living room to sit. 不会邀请别人去你的主卧房，或者是进到最私密的一个空间看啊。Uh, you will now invite uh, your your guests uh, into a master bedroom to see something of uh, that's private to you. Because that is a personal space. Other than uh, when you just uh, move in uh, for the first time, uh, you are inviting people uh, just to have a housewarming. Uh, other than that, uh, there's no other chance that you will invite people into your master bedroom. Because that very space belongs to you. So in the same token, if you pray, do you pray uh, in your personal space? And if your families are watching television and you're praying right Uh, aside, are you able to concentrate? Of course, if your home is not so big, uh, perhaps you can choose a room where you can pray properly. And in Canada, most of our homes are quite spacious. And even for some houses, they have Uh, media rooms uh, in their house. And even there's a room dedicated for a 60-inch TV. And also there is some people who have a room dedicated for piano. In the past, I have visited a member. Uh, they, uh, the member dedicated a room for the pet. If you emphasize something, you will give a space to it. And in the same token, do you have do you deal with it the same way as you pick a space at home for prayer? Over here in the Bible it says closet, it is good as well. This is specifically dedicated for a place for prayer. That you shut yourself out from the outer world. In that specific time, in that specific space, you don't want anyone to annoy you. And there was a brother. And he was very close to God. Every day, uh, he would dedicate uh, a, a time uh, to communicate with God. And there was time when he has already retired. And there was a certain hour in the day that he uh, do his uh, spiritual uh, nurturing. And he was reading Bible. And he prayed half an hour. And that very hour, he locked the door. And he asked his wife and also his family members, during this hour, do not uh, disturb me. I will never catch any call. Uh, this entire hour is dedicated to the Lord Jesus. I won't allow anyone uh, to disturb me. And he was very stern about his choice. And his family members know that in that specific hour, 
no one can disturb him. That is the time when he uh, can enter into the depth of his room. It can be your study, it can be your bedroom. Or maybe one space that you choose uh, to nurture your spirituality. All of such is a very important uh, uh, criteria before you can uh, dedicate your prayers. When you pray, you don't want to have watch with you, you don't want to have your smartphone by your side. And today, a lot of people just can't get away with their smartphone. Because the smartphone uh, calls every other minute. And if the, the, the phone doesn't call, uh, the phone will vibrate. Uh, even in the middle of uh, church service, it still vibrates. As we sit on uh, this uh, wooden pew, uh, sometimes you can feel that other phones are actually vibrating. And if you are almost touched by the prayer during your prayer, uh, and this phone was ringing. And sometimes we find our hearts and minds can never enter into this uh, inner or closets of our mind. And this closet can uh, symbolize our uh, attitude and also symbolizes our choice. Let's look at the, the Lord Jesus. He gave us an uh, example. Let's turn to Mark chapter 6, verse uh, 45. Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verse 45. 6, verse 45. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he sent the multitude away. 46. And when he has sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. What's the difference between the uh, service uh, of the Lord Jesus uh, than ours? And the way that the Lord Jesus served was very uh, powerful. And it was very effective. And it touched a lot of people's hearts. Sometimes we can do it, but only last for a few minutes. Uh, sometimes we can't even change ourselves, not even to mention about others. And why is the way that the Lord Jesus served was so different? Because in his service, uh, there's something that a lot of people cannot notice, but this is the very key point. That he woke up very early in the morning. Even right before anyone else has uh, wake up, he already uh, in the wilderness. And there was also an occasion where he uh, fed the 5,000. And he asked the uh, disciples to take the boat uh, to go uh, to the other side. And then he himself departed to the mountain to pray. And he prayed every day. But why 
at this time specifically that he has to go to the mountain to pray. And there was no study room, there's no uh, personal space at all. But if you were to uh, go to a place where there's no people, it will become his own personal space. A, a place without people is a place with God. A place with people, uh, there will be a lot of disturbances. And the place of uh, people, uh, it will be very difficult for God to enter into one's heart. Uh, for instance, uh, today, why are we here for service? Because when you stay at home, there is just too much disturbance at home. Other than the church uh, is not open, you can stay at home for online service. But as the church has opened up, you should not be staying at home. Because when you stay home, it's very hard to concentrate, 太多, focus. 太多事情可以打扰你, and there are many things that can distract you. But the Lord Jesus went to wilderness. There was no one there to disturb him. And he entered into the death of the spirit. And this is so-called to be cut off with the rest of the world. And you need to disconnect uh, from this world. Today we love to connect uh, through the internet. Uh, when we, when, wherever we go, we always first check out if there's Wi-Fi in the past, we asked about where is the uh, water fountain, where is the bed, where is uh, the rest of the thing. But now people ask about Wi-Fi signal. And if you were to be uh, connected with the world, then you will never connect with God. Because the Lord Jesus, in order for him to connect with God, he needs to disconnect himself at the very least, uh, that uh, half an hour or to an hour of time, he, he was able to connect with God. And today we are here to observe the Sabbath. Have we disconnect ourselves of this uh, Sabbath worship uh, with the world? Are you uh, willing to turn off of the phone. Are you willing to turn yourself to God? Therefore, the Lord God has told us that we need to go to thy closet. And we need to find a solid place for spiritual nurturing. And we can also take this opportunity when we are at the church. That we are able to disconnect from the world, we are able to connect with God. Uh, say, uh, take for instance, we have our service at 8 p.m. You can come at 7.30 earlier uh, before the service starts to pray. Uh, maybe at that hour, uh, there, uh, there weren't uh, many people at the church. It was very silent and quiet. You were able to uh, pray to God. This is your very closet. And the second part about how we can enter 
Oh, this depth of spirit of prayer. We need to enter into one's sorrow. And we know that uh, for human we have all kinds of emotions. Not only physically we will be injured. Sometimes our hearts and minds injured as well. And our heart do feel sorrow. Sometimes the sorrow of heart is way greater uh, than this the pain of uh, our physical body. No one loves sorrow. But then sorrow can never be uh, prevented. Some people say that uh, uh, we were born uh, crying to this world, but we leave this world crying. In our lifetime, uh, we can never depart ourselves away from uh, weeping. And there are many reasons why we can feel sorrowful. But if you find that your heart is so sad and sorrowful, and through this kind of sadness and sorrow, you can connect with God, actually. And this is a very uh, miraculous teaching. Uh, for human, it's not during the time of joy when we can connect with God. And usually when people are feeling uh, fortunate, they are feeling good about themselves, they are feeling uh, having a good time in life, that's the time when they forgot about God. So when does people connect with God? The more sorrow and pain you have, then you realize that you need the Lord even more. That's the very hour that the Lord God was able to enter you. And that's how you can enter into the depth of prayer. And we'd like to come uh, to, to study a few examples of how uh, this uh, we can experience sorrow. And how can this kind of sorrow bring us into the uh, connection with God? And first scenario is when a person sins. When a person regrets so much of the sin they have committed. And the heart feels the pain. Please turn to Psalm chapter 51, verse 17. Psalm chapter 51, verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. What's the kind of offerings or sacrifice that we give to God? It's not about lamb, it's not about gold. The kind of sacrifice of, uh, that God wishes to have is the hearts of man. However, it's not a joyful, happy heart. But rather, it's going to be a broken and contrite heart. So why at this point in time, uh, David wrote this? And in his entire lifetime, he has made a lot of sacrifice to God. 
and there are a lot of oxen, there are a lot of uh, lambs that have been sacrificed. And then he became uh, the king of Israelites. And God has given him all kinds of fortunes and, and prosperity. But just at his, the pinnacle of his, his life, and he has committed uh, this sin that a lot of men will commit. That is committing adultery. That he has uh, taken someone else's wife. Or even to the point where he killed someone else's uh, husband. And when it is the pinnacle of your lifetime, it is also a time of uh, a, 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 a climax of your desire. And then you have this desire for authority. You have desire for money. You have desire for sex. You have desire for women. And you thought that you don't have enough. And you always want to go after something that is difficult to get. And this kind of desire that distorts your per your 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 personality, you're doing something all of norm. At one point, David was very uh devout to God. But then just his desire has already distorted him. It has made him uh doing something that he couldn't even believe that he did. Not even to mention about King David. Even you and I, as a regular person, we may do the same thing. And our spirituality is not even as good as David in the past. And in, even uh, for King David, his spirituality is so high, he, was still, he still committed sin. Because he was not cautious. He thought that he, was, he won't have any problem. Then after he committed sin, and he kept on wanting to cover up his sin. Because he has the power and authority to cover everything up that no one will know. And he thought that no one knew. But he didn't know that God knows everything. And he could deceive himself, he could deceive his own conscience, but he cannot deceive God. The most painful thing will happen to a man is the uh, reprimands of one's conscience. And as a matter of fact, he's a person of conscience. As a prophet Nathan rebuking his sin, and he felt all the pain. Suddenly he realized that he has already committed such a great sin that was. Uh, that has uh, he has uh, committed such a great sin against God. And for a person who is spiritual, what is the greatest pain of all? Let's turn to Psalm chapter 51, verse 10. From verse 10 to 1. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. So, uh, 
what's the kind of where, where does the the pain derive from for a, a spiritual person? And David at one point was a spiritual person. But now he was in pain. Why was that? Because over verse 11 it said, that he felt that the Lord God has already casted him And he wasn't there to seek the face of God. And he couldn't feel the Holy Spirit of God. And now we realize that uh, for a person once was so spiritual, and now he's feeling this pain. It's just like to having a great wall between God and him. And he couldn't feel the love of God. He couldn't feel the presence of God. And this is a kind of pain that is unspeakable. And you can lose the whole world. But if you have the presence of God with you, you will be the most fortunate person on earth. If you look at Paul, he was someone who lose the world, but he was the most blessed person in the world. Because if you look at David, he owns the entire country. Without the presence of God, he was very painful. Everything is pain, is vanity. If you have a lot of money in the bank, uh, but you don't have presence of God with you, it's useless. And your faith will be a vanity. So now if you look at this pain, uh, you have two choices. One, just disregard it and just depart. And there are some people who choose to escape from reality. When they sin, then they opt to depart from God. Might as well not believe in God. Because if I don't believe in God, there was nothing else to rule against me. So that's the reason why you see someone who sinned against God, uh, they choose to uh, uh, leave God. And they uh, stop coming to church. Otherwise, coming to the church will be a pain. It will be so painful listening to the sermon. Uh, just like in when you have a serious illness, uh, you didn't want to see any physician. And you're just trying to avoid from the doctors telling you what kind of illnesses you have. And you could do that, but at the very end, you will die of sickness. And in the same token, you can die of sin. But David was, wasn't like that. And he need to enter into the death of the spirit. So now he is experiencing this pain. So he is directing his sorrow right into the connection with God. Let's go back to verse 17. Over here it says the sacrifices of God are a broken and a contrite heart. 
Now these, O oh God, you will not despise. 神知道我们犯罪了。And the Lord God know that we sin. 我们远离了他了。And we departed far from him. 那神在等我们啊。But then God was waiting for us. 你就哭。And as you cry. 你就你就呼喊。As you cry out loud. 你就流眼泪。As you weep. 你一流眼泪，我就来抱你。As you shed your tears. But the Lord God will hold you by His bosom. 神就是这样等我们这样子流眼泪。And the Lord God is always waiting for us this way. 但是我们很硬心啊，说做了错事不流眼泪啊。But then in a lot of instances, we're so hard. Our hearts are so hard that we didn't want to turn back to God. 头也不回啊。And we did not want to go back to God. 得罪了妻子了，对不起都讲不出来啊。And even if at the point where we have already offended our wife, we did not want to say. 做了错事了，我错了，我是个没用的人，都讲不出来啊。If we did something wrong, we it is just so difficult for us to apologize. So, God cannot accept us again. Therefore, God will never accept us again. David, hold on to his own sorrow. So David held on to his own sorrow. I have committed sin against God. 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 Into the spirit. You enter into the spirit. God will come back. God will give you light. As he enters into the depth of the spirit, God allows him to shine again. Let's look at Psalm 80. Turn to Psalm chapter 80. Psalm 80. Psalm chapter 80. Verse 3. Our greatest growth will sometimes emerge from our greatest pain. Restore us, God. Here it says, "God, ah, pray that you will return." Over here it says that restore us, God. Your face shine upon us. That your face shine upon us. So when does God shine His light on us? In our greatest pain. So when does God shine His light on us? In our greatest pain. So when does God shine His light on us? In our greatest pain. So when does God shine His light on us? In our greatest pain. So when does God shine His light on us? In our greatest pain. So when does God shine His light on us? In our greatest pain. Uh, in a lot of instances, we don't realize that、uh, we are lacking. We are lacking. We are lacking. We are lacking. Uh, in his prayer, he keep on praising about his own good. He continuously complaining about how bad this tax collector was. So Jesus said that his prayer is just simply useless. But that tax collector, that tax collector, how did he get into the temple? But then, how did he get into the temple? But then, how did he get into the temple? But then, how did he get into the temple? But then, how did he get into the temple? But then, how did he get into the temple? But then, how did he get into the temple? But then, how did he get into the temple? In order to enter into the depth of prayer, we can look at Luke chapter eighteen. Please turn to Gospel Luke chapter eighteen, verse thirteen. Luke chapter eighteen, verse thirteen. Luke chapter eighteen, verse thirteen. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, "God, be merciful to me, a sinner." This is the kind of prayer. This is the kind of Prayer in death. 进入灵里面的祷告。That is a prayer that can enter into the depth of prayer. 感动了神的祷告。And it's a prayer that touches God. 表面上来说，文法利赛人做的事情太好了，要奉献，要聚会，要进食。On the appearance, it seems that the Pharisee was doing everything right. He was making a, 
offering, he was praying, he was doing everything. And this can symbolize all those uh, senior members in the uh, in the church. And we may have believed in the Lord for a long time. And we know the uh, teachings very well. And we come to services a lot. And we have made a lot of offerings. And we also pray a lot. And we pray every day, we join all kinds of prayer sessions. And in our prayer, we always complain about how bad our husband was, how bad our wife was. And there are a lot of bad people in the church. Oh Lord, please help all these bad people. Or maybe God, if you have uh, some time, please reprimand or, or teach them Or maybe when you teach them a lesson, maybe you give them a week, uh, they will change. And this kind of people, I would say, uh, maybe he won't turn back even uh, if he uh, does not contract Or maybe uh, ask the Lord to break his leg uh, so that he won't do the same thing ever again. And we always try to do the prescription for God. And isn't that applies to us? Because it's a, a self-righteous prayer. But then the Lord Jesus said how this tax collector prayed. It's just like someone who is still uh, Unbelief, and then uh, he was praying to God. And he stood afar off. And today, uh, sometimes when we have prayer session, a lot of people come to the front to pray. And there are uh, just like in the tax collector, people they are not come to the front. It is not that he was shy to come to come forward, but rather he feel that he's unworthy. And God is so holy, I'm so filthy, how can I draw near to And he stood afar. So when you pray, you need to look up to heaven. And he didn't even dare to look up He said, For a sinner like me, how am I worthy to pray to God? Uh, let alone to count on whatever good uh, about himself. And let alone to claim, uh, complain about any other things about The only thing that he said in his prayer was, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. So this uh, this phrase alone was very deep. Uh, this is not, not how we pray today this way. And we always ask uh, people, uh, God, to punish the sinners. Uh, Lord God, please help the sinner that we have at home. And you never see your own uh, sins. And we never see our shortcomings. And the tax collector pray here, he said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He felt so sad about himself being a very bad person. And he felt that he wasn't even worthy to come to the church. He wasn't even worthy to pray 
to the Lord, looking up high to heaven. 结果神听到了祷告, but then God has heard his prayer. 这种祷告就会很深入, 进到里面, 灵里面最深的, 最脏的, it is all because this kind of prayer has already entered into the depth of the prayer that the Lord God has seen. God seen it. And God forgave him. And, and the Lord Jesus said that his prayer is way better than the Pharisees. Righteous, more righteous. And he's even more righteous. So the, uh, the, the way the Lord Jesus said over here touches us. Now please turn to Lamentation. 三章四十节. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 40. Let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. It says over here that let us search out and examine our ways. And have we ever had this uh, experience not even uh, not able to find anything at home? If there is something very important to you, and tomorrow you are about to take flight, but you cannot find your passport, and you try to search upside down everywhere, and then you try to search for it, and you cannot do without passport. Even you cannot sleep for a whole night, you have to look for it. This is how we should pray. And there was a sister. In her prayer, she kept on crying to the Lord Jesus. And uh, it is so painful for me to work in a church because no one wants to work with me. And all other sisters is not in good terms with me. And I, I realize that how come they are all people of such. And there are a lot of uh, interpersonal uh, this, uh, relationship problems. And then he asked the Lord to, uh, to consolate her. And also to ask the Lord to change all those people she complained. So as she prayed deeper and deeper in, and suddenly there is a thought in the spirit. And then this thought in the spirit was very vivid. And the Lord Jesus told her, It is you who is not good. You must examine yourself. And then she was thinking to herself, why, why did the Lord Jesus say that? Uh, should I go on and examine myself? And then she indeed examined herself. So as she was praying uh, very deep into the prayer, and then suddenly she thought, and perhaps the way that I spoke to the person at the beginning, it was really hurtful. I may feel that I'm full of love, but the way that I put it was very hurtful. I thought I was very honest, but the way that I put it was very hurtful. And maybe my personality was too strong. And therefore people don't like me. 
So then as she、uh, prayed so deeply, and then she realized that how bad a person she was. So she deeply examined herself, her own ways. And then she was able to turn back to God. And today, what we are lacking is self-examination. We always quickly jump to conclusion by asking the Lord to help us. How the Lord is going to help you because you you don't even think about your own problem. Before the Lord, you need to walk right into the depth of the spirit. And this deep place is a place of self-examination. And this is、uh, the way of doing it is、uh, to connect sorrow and sadness、uh, with God. And this is a very miraculous experience. And this kind of、uh, sadness was very、uh, precious. And maybe、uh, we hope that、uh, we can enter into this depth of the spirit. Let's sing him. Please sing him number 433. 433. 